0: It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Good morning. Time for the farm show here at the Shank of the Day on Wax 104.5. As Jill and Kristen and myself, Bob Boesel, bring you the news in agriculture around the area, around Wisconsin, around the nation, and around the world as part of the Midwest Farm Report family. We've got markets. 13 First Alert Weather. We'll look at all kinds of calendar items and what's going on in the world of agriculture. Again, it's time for the Farm Show on Wax 104.5.
1: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. More
0: very nice weather continues. Boy, wasn't yesterday a nice day? Sunshine and melted the snow off the roads and the driveways and the parking lots. That was nice. We need snow, but I wish it would fall just on my yard and on the fields. But unfortunately, that's not the way it works. But we'll have more sunshine today, about 41. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, well into next week. Just partly cloudy to partly sunny conditions. Temperatures mostly in the upper 30s. Maybe on Sunday we might see a little flash of precipitation 37 for the high so rain sleet i don't know what it might be but we'll check in with the guys over at uh, 13 first alert weather the guy is mike dandrea over there so we'll check in with him a little later on we got a lot going on bob and jill with you this morning doing the chores you got your christmas tree up you put a christmas tree up at your house
2: i do put a christmas tree up and no i don't have it up
0: yet all right i got mine up it's uh it's been up all year. I I uh, was going to be gone, you know, and so I didn't uh, want to get a, a real one for that. But we're going to talk about real Christmas trees, which I very much prefer. But, uh, yeah, so we got that. And if you're going to be in Madison tomorrow, the Governor Evers' administration is inviting you to the Christmas tree lighting in the state capitol. And it really is neat. If you ever are in Madison when they do that, I mean, the Christmas tree in the state capitol rotunda and our State Capitol is absolutely beautiful, traditional State Capitol, and it's a wonderful facility. If you've never been there, you're missing out. But Friday, right at noon, right in the middle of the Capitol Rotunda, they will light the Christmas tree. I did it back when I was in high school. I don't remember who the governor was back about. I graduated in 1965. I don't know who the governor was back then. you know?
2: John Reynolds. Oh,
0: John Reynolds. All right yeah he ran a moving and storage company in Madison. He was the original governor that wanted to build the Monona Terrace. The big building is down there now on Lake Monona where the the uh international cheese competition and so many things go on down there, Monona Terrace but uh yeah Governor Reynolds was the uh the guy that wanted to build it way back then. they wouldn't do it, so then they built it later on and it caused I don't know and same it's Frank Lloyd Wright design. Same building that they were going to build back in the '60s for I don't know five ten million dollars they built it whenever they built it for hundreds of millions of dollars so again but anyway I digress if you want to see the Christmas tree lighting in the Wisconsin State Capitol it's at noon on Friday that is tomorrow also we'll take a look at uh, well court costs bear it's getting expensive for bear to go to court. If you're cooking with nuts, you're getting some deals because uh, they are really down in price. Did you see the full moon out there? Did you look at the moon? I did see the full moon. All right. so again, There's a lot of planets out that are really yeah, bright, too. Yeah, it's a nice morning out there, so take a look at that. Also, we are going to take a look at the calendar because there are a lot of things going on. The Farm Bureau, of course, getting ready to be in the Wisconsin Dells for the weekend. But, uh, Jill, a few other things that are happening because this is... Now, a busy time, including today. We're going to get to see some folks we, we don't normally see because budget cuts at extension, but they're on the road now.
2: Well, those Badger Crops and Soils update meetings, they were happening all through the week, but today it's in Eau Claire at the Best Western Plus Conference Center from 9 to 3. And, boy, they have quite a lineup of uh, weed specialists and grow specialists up there. So. Yeah, Rodrigo
0: Worley will be here to talk if you got a question. And this is... Face-to-face, you know, you can do it. It's not on a Zoom picture. You're face-to-face. Joe Lauer, Sean Connolly, uh, all the new uh, Forage people in Wisconsin will be here today. So uh, hopefully you got yourself registered. I don't know if you can still register today as a walk-in, whatever the case may be, but it's at the Best Western. Starts about 9 o'clock. That's just on the south side of Ecclesia. Go out of town on Highway 37. What else is going on?
2: Well, and on that same note, it's a listening session, so you can ask your questions. So there, But there are also applications due December 1st for the Dairy Foundation grants. And those are grants that are up to $10,000 for new programs, and they're put on by the Professional Dairy Producers Foundation. It used to be called the Dairy Foundation. Mm-hmm. And you need to get your ballots in for the FSA voting. Those ballots are due on Monday, December 4th, to local FSA offices. They either need to be postmarked by Monday or deliver them in person. And their job starts in January.
0: Yeah, every year, one-third of the county gets a ballot. So if you're in a county and have a ballot, fill it out and get it in. Because the two-thirds of the county will not get a ballot. Just rotates so they can change one person or re-elect one of the persons to that committee every year but that's not
2: all well there's the 36th annual ffa alumni toy show and craft fair along with an indoor pedal pull on sunday december 3rd from nine till three at the turtle lake elementary school that sounds like a lot of fun. It's even adult pedal pulls. So really? It's kids, so what time
0: What time is it? Because it starts at 9 o'clock, the event, but what time are the pedal pulls?
2: 12.30. For the kids. For the kids, and then the adult pedal pull follows that.
0: All right, so that's in Turtle
2: Lake this Sunday. And also on Sunday, there's the Eau Claire County 4-H um, Banquet, County Banquet. It's at 3.30. It's at Cleghorn. So I'll be heading over there. Good, good And next good. week in Cleghorn, there's the... Oh, yeah. Cookie, cookie-ah. Uh, and I'm on a diet. <laughs> Maybe we I can, can
0: freeze them. You eat know, we them can, one a little at a time.
2: We can sneak them in for you. All but right. that's in Cleghorn, and that starts at 10 o'clock. And that's
0: the 4-H Club. Which 4-H Club does that?
2: Pleasant Valley. They'll be on the air this Saturday morning.
0: Talking about that, I'm sure. Talking
2: about that. And also on the air this weekend, we'll have Boyceville FFA.
0: All right. So, a lot of things coming up. More on the calendar. We'll get you caught up at the... Uh, busy
1: time of the year for those who work in acres not in hours wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report well a pleasant day to do chores again mostly sunny will be about 40
0: 41 today and we're looking right now at 21 degrees over the weekend friday saturday sunday monday tuesday just quiet weather temperatures in the 30s mike dandrea will Tell us what he thinks about all that. I think it's uh, I think it's okay. We'll find out maybe Sunday. You have to watch out for a few flurries or maybe some sleet or rain falling. But uh, that's about it. Twenty one degrees, forty one high today. Mostly sunny again. This is one hundred four point five FM WAXX, Eau Claire. That means news.
3: NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. President Biden says the American-Israeli dual-national citizen released from Gaza on Wednesday is safe. Biden told reporters as he was boarding Air Force One to head home from Colorado that she was safe in Egypt and that he spoke with her mother and father. She was one of 16 hostages released from Gaza Wednesday, 10 of which were released in exchange for 30 Palestinian prisoners. The truce between Israel and Hamas is being extended for another day. The Israeli military says the temporary ceasefire in Gaza will continue for another day for the process of releasing hostages. House Republicans are ramping up their impeachment inquiry into President Biden. Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer told reporters on Wednesday that several committees are going to interview members of the Biden family and their associates over the next few months. Joe Biden has repeatedly lied to the American people about his family's corrupt, influence-peddling schemes. Biden has denied the allegations. A new poll shows the number of college students experiencing or seeing anti-Semitism is up this academic year. The poll by the Jewish-led Anti-Defamation League and Hillel International found that nearly three in four Jewish students and 44% of non-Jewish students saw or experienced anti-Jewish ideas since the start of the 2023-2024 school year. In 2021, only about a third of students witnessed or experienced anti-Semitism. J.P. Morgan Chase is warning that inflation could rise more, and a recession is still possible. Lisa Taylor reports. CEO Jamie Dimon said at the New York Times Deal Book Summit in New York that interest rates could continue to go up. He noted the governments across the world needing more money for their militaries and to address energy crises could contribute to inflation. Dimon said that while the U.S. labor market has been stable, inflation is hurting people. I'm Lisa Taylor. And 6 in 10 U.S. drivers admit to unsafe behaviors behind the wheel, according to a survey out this week from the AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety. Nearly 23% admitted to excessive speeding. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5
1: and the Midwest Farm Report. And it never looks so good outside
0: either. Mostly sunny today. High should get to 40, 41, down to 16 overnight. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, for the most part, partly cloudy, we'll see sun, we'll see clouds, we'll see temperatures in the 30s, maybe a little precipitation on Sunday, the initial forecast, but it's supposed to be 37 on Sunday, so I can't imagine it's uh, going to be anything but a mix of some sleet and snow. If uh, we do get it, we'll find out from Mike Dandrea, 13 First Alert Weather here in a little while. Nice morning out there now. Rice Lake at 19 is 22 up in Medford. Marshfield is 24. Lacrosse 33. Green Bay is 29. Madison Sun Prairie at 32. Milwaukee at 34. And right outside our back door, 21 degrees. But we'll get
1: around 40 again today. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Well, let's check those markets courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance, starting with the cash livestock. Jill, what are those numbers? Choice-fed beef steers
2: are 167 to 182 with mixed steers 112 to 166. Choice-fed beef heifers are 167 to 182 with mixed heifers 110 to 166. Finished dairy cross steers and heifers are 140 to 176. Choice-fed Holstein steers are 155 to 163 with select and silage-fed steers 101 to 154. Cows are 73 to 94 with a top of 118 and bulls are 84 to 127. Butcher hogs are 30 to 71 with sows at 35 to 44 and boars at 10 to 19. New crop market lambs are 160 to 171. Feeder lambs are 50 to 230 with ewes at 55 to 135. Small goats are 10 to $155. Medium goats are 75 to $215. Large goats are one hundred forty five to three hundred twelve dollars with nanny goats at thirty five to two hundred and thirty dollars.
0: And taking a look at the livestock futures higher again yesterday, two days in a row now. We've had it across the board. Livestock futures higher. December live cattle closed one hundred seventy one ninety. That was up twenty-five. February at one hundred seventy three forty-seven up sixty-five. April one seventy five ninety-two up a dollar five. June at one seventy-one fifty-five. That was up eighty-seven. And feeder cattle, January two twenty two twenty. That's up a dollar fifteen. March two twenty four twenty seven, up seventy seven. April feeder cattle up ninety cents at two twenty eight thirty two. May up ninety two at two thirty two twelve. And out into next August, feeder cattle were up eighty two cents at two forty six oh five. Lean hog carcass contracts they were higher up a nickel for December at sixty eight ninety seven. February up a dollar seven at seventy ten. April hogs at 7647 up a dollar 47 and May at 8367 that was up a dollar 60. Board of trade yesterday kind of quiet for the uh, beans and the corn close to unchanged on those commodities but wheat was up though as uh, Russian wheat is getting expensive in the world market creating some demand for. US wheat overnight March corn a fraction higher. Sitting at four seventy-six this morning. The oats down a fraction of three sixty-one. March wheat down one to two cents after uh, yesterday's run-up sitting at five eighty-four. And March soybeans unchanged where they closed yesterday. 1365 soybean meal up a half a dollar a ton, four hundred seventeen dollars and forty cents on that March contract. Barrel cheese up five and a quarter, one forty-eight and a quarter. The blocks down two at $1.59. butter up five and a half. At 262 and a quarter. Class 3 prices November up 2 cents, 1715. And uh, November, of course, will finish trading today and later on tomorrow already. We should have the Class 3 price officially for November. December and January both down 11. December down to 1611. January down to 1622. February down 9 at 1675. And March down a dime at 1731 so that's where the markets are this morning and we'll take a look at some of our farm news including the fact that it's uh, getting more expensive for Bayer
1: to go to court we'll explain that feeding information to the folks who feed you wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report
0: lots of farm news to take a look at this morning let's start in the courts
1: jill
2: Well, recent jury decisions around the country regarding lawsuits against Bear Ag by plaintiffs claiming their use of glyphosate-based Roundup herbicide caused them to come down with cancer are getting expensive. In the latest decision, in a Missouri courtroom last week, a jury awarded over $1.6 billion in damages to four people who claimed they were diagnosed with non-Hodgkin lymphoma after using Roundup in their jobs for many years. Bear officials say they will appeal that decision as they say they have strong arguments to get the verdict overturned and the damages eliminated or greatly reduced.
0: It wouldn't take much to reduce. $1.6 billion, that's, uh, that's a big, big number, and they haven't been successful the last few court cases for a while. They were winning them all, and now... For whatever reason, that is changing. So uh, getting expensive, that's for sure. What else is going on?
2: Well, more federal funds are coming to rural communities communities from the Biden administration. This time, it's $5 billion through the Investing in America program to advance economic development, competition, and sustainability. The breakdown shows $1.7 billion will go for Climate Smart Agriculture, $1.1 billion for the infrastructure in rural America. $2 billion will be used to partner with rural communities to create jobs and support rural-led economic development. $274 million will be used to expand rural high-speed internet. And $145 million will go for expanding access to renewable energy and lower energy costs in rural America. That money will mostly be handled by the rural development offices in each state. And we're going to talk some more money. 2023 was a good year financially for John Deere. In, just, in a just-released financial statement, Deere and company officials reported net income for the company for fiscal 2023 was $10.116 billion. Up from 2022 income of 7.131 billion, a 43 percent increase from a year ago. Sales increases for both construction and forestry equipment were big reasons for the increase in income.
0: Got your Christmas
2: baking all done? I do not have my Christmas baking all done.
0: You bake with nuts?
2: I do not. Well, use you don't much for nuts. No, I'm more of a. Uh, sugar cookie and those cutout out cookies. And, sugar
0: and butter and all you know, that sort of stuff. Butter
2: butter cookies <laughs> that you roll in some cereal.
0: Well, for those that do cook <laughs> with nuts, it's uh, not a bad year.
2: No, if yeah, that's exactly right. If you include almonds, hazelnuts, and walnuts in your holiday fare, you're going to find prices for those products are down. Almond prices are down over a dollar from a year ago, while hazelnuts are down about a half a dollar a pound and walnuts are 25 cents cheaper. That's the lowest price ever for walnuts. The pl- price situation also has meant lost acreage to nut trees in California as prices have been on a steady decline since about 2014. Growers have been battling weather conditions, the price of inputs, and competition from other nut-growing countries and that have, <laughs> that have been shipping more nuts to the U.S., over the past few years. Oh, I a year, hard time getting
0: that out. Uh, yeah, over the years, uh, <laughs> earlier this year, we were in California. We were on a, an almond a grove, an almond farm. And, boy, they're, they're putting more almond trees in in California. So uh, this, this uh, story about losing acres, of course, almonds demand so much water. Those trees, that's one of the challenges they've had about uh, growing more almonds because of the trees and all the water they take. But, uh, again, we were there, and I asked the guy, and you heard it on the radio. I said, how do you put a milking machine on an almond? Because they try and sell almond milk. And they said, boy, that's been a savior for us. Because otherwise, you know, we, we'd be in big trouble as almond growers without our almond milk. And, you know, it's almond juice, whatever you want to call it. But uh, they, use, and they don't apologize for using the word milk. They know that milk is a positive term. And they say that the almond milk calling their product almond milk has, you know, really been a a boon and a savior for their industry. So, but uh, if you're cooking with nuts, they're cheaper this year. Sixteen minutes after five o'clock, we've got more news to take a look at here on
1: Wax. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, 17 and a half
0: minutes after five. We've got 21 degrees. We'll get mostly sunny today and about 41. Mike Dandry will tell us more about that as we check 13 first alert weather here in just a little while. But, Jill, we don't have the official numbers for cranberry production around the country this year. But uh, again, challenging year.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And the forecast for the 2023 production in the U.S. for the cranberry crop is down 5%, and it's only expected to be 7.62 million barrels, and that's uh, down 5.4% from the previous year, but equal to the 2020-2022 average. And the Wisconsin cranberry production is forecast to be 4.6 million barrels. That's down 5% from 2022. And the big reason for that The challenging weather, from record snowfall in April to statewide drought in July. And Massachusetts is the second-largest producing state, and they're down like 11% from last year, and they're going to be producing only 2 million barrels. But the fourth-largest cranberry-producing state, Oregon, is forecast to be production up by 7.5% from 2022 470,000 barrels. Right. So even though they're up, that's still not a lot of barrels compared to
0: Wisconsin. No, we're 60% of soy, of uh, cranberry production in the country every year. Beautiful harvest as well. All right, coming up, we talked to Bridget Finke yesterday, and if you're an LLC or a corporation, you got another federal law that's just come out that you got to deal with before the end of the year. She'll explain it all to us coming up. So if you're an LLC some other kind of family corporation, or whatever, you want to listen to this because, uh, again, more government paperwork coming up. Wax
1: 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. There's always
0: something when you're dealing with the government, and there's new law we want to talk about this morning with Bridget Finke. Bridget, a resident attorney with Valley Crossing Law in the Baldwin area. And uh, Bridget, we've got, I was going to ask you about any uh, New Year's resolutions, but uh, I think we better ask you about an end of this year resolution, things you got to get done because of a new law. What's going on?
4: So um, folks who have business entities uh, for their farms, sometimes those are corporations or sometimes those are limited liability companies, we're familiar with um having to file a form every year and, of course, pay a little fee with the state to keep your your name and that information current. Well, now there's a new federal law that's been passed, so there's going to be another hoop to jump through and another annual reporting requirement. The new law is called the Corporate Transparency Act. And what the government's looking to do is peek behind the curtain on business entities to see who the actual people are behind these business entities. Um, And so they have passed this law, and things start as of the first of the year. But if you are an entity that has been created prior to January 1st of 2024, you will not have to do this new filing until January 1st of 2025. And, you know, as is typical when the government implements new regulations, all the details aren't figured out yet. <laughs> we don't know exactly how this is all going to work, other than the fact that there's going to be this whole process where you need to file with the Um, with the feds and get a number and that will allow you to complete this report Um, but I think the real message that I wanted to get out to folks is if you are thinking about getting something new formed up and are on the fence about well are we going to do a 1231 or are we going to do a 1-1 or you know how should we go about it Um, I would highly recommend getting your company formed In December. Do it in 2023. Because if you're formed before that magic 1-1 date, you don't have to file that report until 1-1 of 2025. So you get the year to figure out how this whole thing is going to work. If you file as of 1-1, so you go on to the Wisconsin Department of Financial Institutions and you get your name, you do your filing, you've got 30 days to get this federal filing completed so the new year's resolution would be don't wait till the new year (laughs) and get that new entity formed up so you get a little time to figure out this new law
0: can we do it in that short a period of time and by filing what does this mean how involved is all the filing information they just want a name and a title of what kind of an organization you have formed or do they want financial information, they want names, and all, all those sorts of things? How in-depth is this?
4: No, to get a new entity filed in Wisconsin, there, there is not a whole lot of information that you need in order to get that up and running. You you need a name, you need a registered agent, you need a uh, physical location in Wisconsin, so it's a pretty streamlined process. And because of that, I see that um, there's plenty of times where the clients themselves will have gone on to the state website and filed for their LLC um, and gotten there, so that the end result of that, if it's an LLC, they're called articles of organization. And if it's a corporation, they're called articles of incorporation. And so, like I say, it's a pretty streamlined process and because of that, you know, a lot of times folks just do it on their own and that's really why I wanted to get the word out because there's not going to be anything on that state website that warns you, hey, you've got another deadline here within 30 days, because it's pretty common that people file, make sure they've got their name, but now they're going to meet with the accountant and find out the financial structure behind the scenes. Or Now they're going to talk to the attorney more about the buy-sell terms and how this is going to work between multiple owners. And it used to be, that's totally fine. It could just be formed and there was no real deadline to actually get assets transferred in or to start doing business business. But unfortunately, with this law change, that the, the immediately when you file, that's triggering that 30-day deadline. And so it's just going to be far more important to not just willy-nilly file file for that LLC name or to get things rolling. You're really going to have to have your ducks in a row of knowing who's going to be the owners and what percentage and how things are going to work because you're going to need to get that federal filing done.
0: And that filing doing it this month will save you a whole year as far as sending that information out, right?
4: Exactly. If you get filed by 12 23 you don't have to do that federal filing until 1-1-25. of 25.
0: Now, what, again, I'll ask you, what is involved in this federal filing? What do they need to know? And so many times we get on these websites and it's, you know, it's driving on a super highway at night with no headlights. There's not much guidance there. How complicated is this thing?
4: So in terms of the federal filing, you do need a whole lot of information. You're going to need the names and the socials and the addresses of all the owners. You're going to need um, beneficial ownership percentages, um, there's there's going to be a whole lot of information but for me to tell you exactly I don't know because the new system there was no filing accepted until one one of twenty four. So this is exactly why I want to encourage folks to be in the boat where you don't have to do that filing until twenty five so that there is time to be able to figure out this whole federal system. You know, it this this is this is classic bureaucracy, right? We implement a rule. We give penalties for noncompliance. But we don't really have a plan yet exactly of how we go about complying.
0: What precipitated this on the part of the federal government to all of a sudden require this?
4: Well, It is um, aimed at... Um Really, finding out who are the real owners and who's really getting the income and benefit out of businesses and i and I think um, it's it certainly wasn't geared at um, uh, let's let's go after farmers and and small businesses i I think it's a lot more geared at you know the concept of quote shell corporations and things where people are trying to hide the ball about who owns assets and I think probably more importantly where income is going Um, because oh by the way the Fed is interested in getting their share of the taxes from everyone so um, as I say I think it's an effort just to peek behind the curtain of these business entities to find out really where the money is flowing
0: and again, that's Bridget Finke with Valley Crossing Law. So, LLC, farm corporations, family corporations, check with your financial advisors about this uh, federal law that uh, you've got to get these things filed. Uh, get it done this month gives you a year, but uh, you know it's if you don't got to get it done right away in twenty twenty five. So, check with your financial advisor. If you want to get a hold of Bridget? She's at Valley Crossing Law in the Baldwin area. So you can. Um, Google her and have her explain it more to you if you uh, fall into the category of having to get that done. Speaking of getting her done, we got to get some market information done. Rocky's going to join us next from Premier Livestock
1: over in Withy. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's get
0: over to Premier Livestock in Withy. We're actually going to Lublin where Rocky Olson hangs out. Looked at the moon yet this morning, Rocky? I have not. Oh, it's pretty out there. A lot of stars. It's a nice morning out there, and it's going to be another nice sunny day. A lot more fun to work with cattle when you got this kind of weather. I bet the guys at the sale barn are happy too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, have uh, the prices have been holding? What's been going
5: on? Thank you Bob. Uh, good morning everyone. Yesterday we had our dairy cattle auction. We had an absolute showcase of fancy dairy cows yesterday. Like I said, quality reflects market prices and all prices and uh, we had the good ones yesterday guys. Uh, top fresh cows from 2800 all the way up to 3650 Lots and lots of cows over $3,000 yesterday bulk of the good cows from 2100 to 2775 uh top spring and heifers from 1850 to 2350 lesser quality cows and spring and heifers 1800 and down uh like i said uh next week wednesday we got another dairy cattle auction we're going to do it all over again guys we got the good ones again next week uh many of our top reputation consigners. we have a small herd of uh tie stall cows uh, but lots and lots of good cattle for next Wednesday sale again. Next Tuesday, now that's going to be our special feeder cattle. Uh, bread beef cow auction, really got a nice lineup cooking for that sale. Uh, lots of good wean vaccinated calves for that sale. Lots of bread cows, including a complete beef herd dispersal. Full list of consignments for that dairy and feeder cattle auctions on our website. Full detailed market reports updated daily at com. Questions, give us a call anytime at Premier at 715-229-2500. So, uh, good sale yesterday, Bob, and... Uh, that's the way
0: it shaped up. Yeah, it sounds like it. You gonna get a chance to sneak out with your bow this morning before you have to get to the barn? No, that's
5: not gonna happen this morning. So Did you but, see uh, the
0: did you see the it amazed me the the people that bought hunting license to gun hunt in Wisconsin? Did you see that hunters from all fifty states bought licenses and twenty seven foreign countries? Did you realize really? that? Really.
5: I yeah. did not hear
0: that one. That's interesting. Yeah, all fifty states. And twenty seven foreign countries. Wow, it's unbelievable. I didn't know yeah. venison was that popular. can't. <laughs> but holy man! But that that was interesting to me too. All right. Well, well you have, that, so. Yeah. You have a good weekend. You going to get out this weekend at all? Oh, I tell you what. My daughter's got a softball tournament, so I don't uh, think that's going to happen. Softball tournament. It's yeah, it, November, December. Well, five. Five. well, where? <laughs> well, who you who can afford an indoor softball
5: field? Oh, I mean, they got one right in Eau Claire. Do they? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm the last one to know.
5: <laughs> Do they yeah, really? This is, this is in Rhinelander. We're going. Oh. I've never been there before. So, But yeah, right across from uh, the Toyota dealership on 53, there's one right across the road indoor hockey and uh, softball stadium.
0: Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. I'll have to go go check it out. I got to get well, out yeah, more. Usually, if somebody knows something. You know about it first. Well, no, I didn't know. I don't have any kids anymore. That, it, that It's age. pretty darn neat, though. Oh, it it really? Is. Is. Well, yeah. it's nice the kids can compete. Wow. So was she a pitcher, or what is she?
5: No, well, she she's uh, she's been uh, a little more in outfield. So she's just getting
0: to going. So. Oh, that's good. All right. Well, uh, good luck to her. All right. Are you Sounds the coach? Good. Are you the coach? Oh God, no. No. Nope. <laughs> somebody better than me doing that. All right. <laughs> well, you enjoy it. Have a great one. There he goes. That's Rocky over there at Premier Livestock. And with you know that facility over there, I do not. I don't either. I have to go look at that. But um, yeah, I didn't didn't even know he had one here in Eau Claire. I know he got uh, some good weather people in Eau Claire. Thirteen First Alert Weather. Mike Dandry is uh, on the bump today. Good morning, Mike. <laughs> Good morning. I love the baseball reference. Yeah. Did you, uh, are you aware of that indoor facility that, that they actually play games inside? I know there are a lot of practice areas, but I didn't know they had a facility big enough to play games.
6: I didn't know that either.
0: Huh. <laughs> Last ones to know. Yeah, but right. Anyway. You can almost play outside today. You could yesterday, and today's not going to be too bad either, it doesn't look like. No, just a couple degrees cooler as we'll
6: have some sunshine, but winds taking on more of a northwesterly flow behind a cold front that's moving through. Now, it is just going to keep our winds between 5 to 10 miles per hour, keep us a couple degrees cooler, topping out in the upper 30s and low 40s. Tonight, though, mainly clear, dipping to the mid-teens, so a little bit chillier tonight. But for tomorrow and for Saturday, we'll have highs in the mid-30s. A little bit more sunshine early on tomorrow, but clouds roll in uh, tomorrow afternoon, and we'll keep those throughout the day on Saturday. Now, Saturday night does bring us a chance at some snow showers. Some of those may last into Sunday as well. But then Monday, we dry things out, still hang out in the mid to upper 30s. Tuesday, still a good bit of cloud cover, possibly. A few snow showers as well. Mid-30s for our highs and staying in the mid to upper 30s, possibly low 40s on Wednesday with a partly sunny sky as well. Currently, though, we have a mainly clear sky, temperature of 20 degrees. And, Bob, tonight, if you can, make mm-hmm. sure to get away from the city lights. Look towards the north because you may be able to see the northern lights tonight.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to do that. I hope i can stay up that late <laughs> i was gonna say you know it well, is, t- at least it gets dark earlier. yeah now. it does but i'll tell you the northern light. i've seen them in alaska up in the oh man when i was on a ship out in the uh you know going in the tear up in the uh northwest Ter- or up in the uh what do they call that going up from from Vancouver up to Skagway. Oh, like the fjords? Yeah, up in that area. Oh, you know, and there's nothing. There's no light any place. Just unbelievable. And you see the northern lights there. They just absolutely glow. They're unreal. Better than
6: fireworks. It is. And I I saw them a lot when I was in North Dakota, too. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like it.
0: Yeah, it is. So tonight, there could be some northern lights, huh? There
6: very well could be, yes.
0: All right. We'll look forward to that. Thank you, sir. You bet. Have a great one. You bet. Uh, Fountain of Knowledge. Mike Dandrio there with 13 First look. weather speaking of a fountain of
1: knowledge yeah morgan will be up next the first voice of agriculture in wisconsin for over 35 years wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report
0: hey let's get into the newsroom morgan is up and at him as always and joining us good morning morgan good morning guys the Siggy. do you know this indoor ballpark Siggy plays softball with the uh, girls like rocky's daughter about the same age who uh you know, Claire, I'm not familiar with this indoor ballpark.
7: No, I'm not either, but I really I should get the details on yeah. it because she was trying to drag us out, and I'll tell you a story. We, so we were living in the country, and you know we have the barn and the outbuildings and that kind of thing, yep. and we had her net because softball's her game. She loves that. It's number one sport. She's yeah. in basketball right now, and she mm-hmm. plays volleyball, so she plays year-round, but softball's really her passion and love. Good, good. So she was out yesterday, and uh, she was trying to drag Alex and I down to throw with her because it was nicer out. We had sure. that 40-degree day, and in Wisconsin, that means let's throw the ball. So uh, Alex took his glove, and those two are down there throwing ball, and I'm getting supper ready. And I would say maybe 15, 20 minutes later, they come up, which is odd because she usually is down there for an hour or so. So they both get in the house, and I said, what are you up here so early for? Did you get cold? No, it smells like poop. They're spreading on the fields next to us. <laughs> <laughs> so the manure kicked him in a little bit early, but uh, I had to laugh at that. But So indoor would be a little bit, uh, probably a little bit easier uh, to take breaths for us. I
0: thought you were going to say they came in and Alex had a black eye or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, he get, got one of those later. I want to... Siggy's uh, yeah. fastballs.
7: That can, well, if he complains about what I made for supper, he's oh. more likely to get one
0: of those. You <laughs> get the other eye yeah, blocking. Right. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, that's good. I love to see the kids active like that.
7: Absolutely. And the and the farmers out in the field spreading, yeah, as they absolutely. are in a lot of the areas.
0: Yep, yep. but uh, that'll work on your sinuses, that's that for sure.
7: clears them right out.
0: <laughs> What's going on? We're
7: going to start with headlines that uh, start a little bit closer to our area, and that includes a barn fire, about $225,000 in damage, and that was reported in the town Township of Oak Grove. The cause now under investigation as they did lose a horse, cow, goats, and some chickens in that fire. No firefighters or civilian injuries reported. And they continue to investigate. In other headlines, we're going to look at some uh, big money for small business. And that includes handing it out to certain places in Wisconsin. If you haven't heard what businesses are going to be part of the Buy Local Buy Wisconsin grants, we'll give you a couple of them. They're handed out by DACAP, which is the Wisconsin Department of uh, of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection. Fitchburg Sepulgard Orchard was given money to expand. And there is also Lovett Foods in Green Bay. Some other companies on there from Maquan, Manitowoc and Mayville you can find at 715 Newsroom.com. Looking at the lawmaker level, it could soon be a felony to steal a catalytic converter in Wisconsin. An assembly panel holds a hearing on a plan that would add a catalytic converter to the list of major car parts that trigger felony charges. Right now that list includes engines, transmissions doors and the cars hood, grill bumper, front fenders, and a number of others. But lawmakers say the felony charges are needed because of the spike in catalytic converter thefts. Well, looking at more layoffs, this time it's XL and affecting close to home layoffs in Eau Claire at the Customer Service Center. As XL is saying, 28 customer service jobs will be cut. They say they're making changes to operate more effectively and efficiently. Those layoffs turning over into the next calendar year starting February 1st, with some folks staying on maybe until March. You can get the details online 715 Newsroom.com. The same place that you'll see possibly some traffic hiccups if you are in the Oakwood Mall area today between that Chick-fil-A and Costco open they're expecting some traffic backups and you can just either plan for that avoid that area or always see more details uh, kind of about where we're talking about specifically at 715 newsroom.com but the traffic back to the barn is free flowing we better head back there now with bob bolso joe welke and your midwest farm report
0: on wax 104.5 losing more customer service it's not a priority for and i'm going on a bandwagon here it's not a priority for companies anymore laying off these people, because I remember, I'll never forget the the Big Bang Theory, remember that show? Oh yeah, absolutely, Sheldon
7: and Bazinga. And
0: and what's his name from uh, India, Uh, what was his name, but anyway, Raj, Raj, Mm -hmm. Raj, Raj, thank you Jill, and he was... (laughs) they were talking about all this stuff, talking about customer service. He says, you know, my cousin, and he gave some big, long Indian name that nobody could pronounce her, or as you know him, Paul in Customer Service. Right. So you don't get any local customer service anymore, and XL Energy is going to do more of that, that everything is on a punch one or punch two and... You never punch for what you need. I can
7: tell you, I can, uh, I punch around my own house and yeah. my own customer service. I, I have a tight ship running at home. So if you need help, you call me at Bob and we'll get you what you need. How about that? It's a that? real
0: sore spot for me. I just get <laughs> I so tell. frustrated. It really is frustrating. <laughs>
7: It is, but like I said, uh, if you ever need a real life hand, right here. And you know what? I, you know what I brought in today just to calm you down? What? I'm going to tell you, I got some more molasses cookies Ooh, in my bag. I know, Mom's been no, working. That's
0: good customer service.
7: <laughs> she is. She likes to keep you happy, oh, Bob. She does customer a good job service. Of that. Right. And you're always right. The customer uh. is always right.
0: <laughs> I don't know about that. All, All right. right. See you later. You bet, Bob. All right. There goes Morgan in the newsroom this morning. Yeah, that just irks me. I tell you. 17 minutes before, and I'm not alone, I know that. 17 minutes before 6 o'clock, again, 20 degrees. We'll get uh, mostly sunny,
1: about 41 today. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we're, uh, what are we?
0: 16 minutes before 6 o'clock. And uh, as we look, this is something that is going to be discussed uh, next week, but the Farmers Union, Wisconsin Farmers Union, be in the Dells uh, next weekend, right, for their meeting, state yes, meeting?
2: Yes, next weekend, uh, 9th and 10th. Chula Vista. Chula Vista, All right.
0: yes. and this is something you know is going to be uh, talked about. U.S. farm establishments, U.S. farmers receive 14.9 cents for every dollar spent On food in this country. That uh, is down, uh, keeps going down. In 2021, it was 15.2 cents, so 14.9 in 2022. Where it's at in 2023, we don't know yet, but uh, the farm share covers operating expenses as well as input costs from non-farm establishments, and again, this is something that's been going down For a long time, and it keeps going down. So, again, as the old bumper sticker says, if you complain about high food prices, don't do it with your mouth full. Because, again, we still have the the cheapest, the safest, and the most available food anywhere in the world. All you have to do is watch the news to see that. And again, Jill, a couple of the calendar items, before we get to markets, we've got a lot of markets to get to. But again, some of the calendar of events. We've got a big meeting with university specialists in Eau Claire today. And if uh, you're you're farming and growing crops or whatever, this is a meeting that you probably should take in.
2: That meeting is at the Best Western Plus Conference Center here in Eau Claire, starting at 9, running till 3.00. There's lunch breaks and they've got it all laid out, and it's a listening session an answer session, so that's a should be very interactive. There's also a Christmas parade tomorrow night on the first in Phillips in the downtown area, starting at six o'clock.
0: How did the Ostio parade go? Did you go to it?
2: It I did go to it. It was kind of cool out there. Yeah, it was it was very nice, and it was longer than it has been in the past. It was oh, about good. about forty five minutes. And I've been there where it's been cold and it's been about twenty so All right, we're good
0: so again, if you got holiday parades, let us know because they're fun to go to that's for sure. So when is that in Phillips?
2: It is on Friday night at All starting right. at six o'clock
0: All right, good, and uh, again, the farm bureau is uh, down in Wisconsin dells they 'll actually start their convention tomorrow afternoon tomorrow evening with some of the young farmer events wrap it up on Monday, and Joe will be there for the resolution session. On Monday, what else is going on over the weekend? Turtle Lake's busy, isn't it?
2: Yeah, Turtle Lake has their alum, FFA Alumni Toy and Craft Show, and it's an indoor pedal pull on Sunday, the 3rd from 9 till 3, and that's at the Turtle Lake Elementary School with the state, state-sanctioned state kids' pedal pull starting at 1230 with the adult pedal pull following that. And there's all kinds of cookies, uh cookie events around the area here on saturday there's one in loyal for the cookie candy craft and porch pop vendor sale and children's christmas shop and that's in loyal at the american legion post on saturday from nine till three there's a santa's cookie problem in river falls that's at the river falls community theater from 11 till two
0: that's on saturday
2: that's on saturday all right and then there's a Christmas house walking tour in Elma, from down in the downtown area, three to six p.m. on Saturday.
0: All right, so lots going on. And uh, when is the uh, Pleasant Valley Cookie Walk?
2: That is next weekend, the ninth, starting at ten o'clock.
0: Cleghorn Fire the, Station, yep. Town Hall.
2: Cleghorn Town Hall, Pleasant Valley Fire Station, I don't know what. They call it a lot of different names. They'll be
0: talking about it this Saturday with the Pleasant Valley 4-H on the Air.
2: Yes, 4-H on the Air is with Pleasant Valley in Eau Claire County.
0: All right, sounds good. Let's uh, get to some numbers. Let's go to the markets. Where are we going? Let's go to Baron Equity and hear from Brittany.
3: For fed cattle, our high-yielding choice Holstein steers sold 152 to 158.50, choice Holstein steers were 145 to 151, and unfinished steers and heifers were 144 and down. As for cull cows, the top 20% sold 95 to 110, topping at 116.50, 60% sold from 70 to 94, and bottom 20% sold 69 and down. As for coal bulls, they sold from 108 to 113, with thin, full, and bulls over one ton discounted. As a reminder, we do not have a Saturday small animal sale next month, but you are able to bring them on Wednesdays during our normal sales. If you have any questions or would like someone to come to the farm to look at livestock, please contact us at 715-537-5618. This has been Brittany with your Equity Bear and Market Report. Thank you and have a great day.
1: For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
2: Let's head south for more markets from Sparta Equity and Hot Eamon.
8: Fed cattle selling steady today with the Highland Choice Beef Steers and Heifers, 170 to 178, topping at $1.80. Choice and Select Beef Steers and Heifers, 159 to 169. The Beef and Dairy Cross Steers, 155 to 170. The Highland Choice Holstein Steers, 152 to 160. The Choice and Select Holstein Steers, 141 to 151, with unfinished steers heifers and heavy steers, a dollar to a dollar40 cow market steady quality beef slaughter cows up to a. thirteen the high lean slaughter dairy cows 90 to 105 colors and utilities 60 to 99 with a low yielding and canner cows 25 to 59 cents bull market steady most bulls bringing 95 to 110 with a thin full bulls over 2200 pounds discount at 94 and down. Our next sale will be Monday December 4th starting at eleven thirty with sheep and goats followed by hogs. Calves, fed cattle, bulls, and cows. This is Hot Aiming at Equity Lives and Sparta with this marketing update, and we thank you for your business.
1: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. More markets brought to you by Synergy Cooperative
0: over there at Ridgeland. Jerry Fitzgerald with us over there at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Morning, Jerry. You got to like this weather.
9: Well, Bob, and a good morning to you. Yes, we do. Just a gorgeous day yesterday for basically anything you wanted to do, really. it's
0: uh, A lot
3: of
9: combines uh, rolling, huh? You saw? Yeah, combines are rolling yesterday in the neighborhood here. And, uh, well, I know uh, there was, I don't know, I saw on social media somewhere. Uh, but you know how people are. Oh, one guy's worried. Why well, would it be safe to go on the lakes <laughs> <laughs> to ice fish? Yeah, oh, my goodness. On
0: the lakes? Were they nuts? Well,
9: oh, that's... Uh, you you have uh, you know sometimes in a, in a you there's some really interesting stuff on social media. Uh, we'll just leave it at that.
0: <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. Well, you've got a lot more interesting stuff than that. Tell us how the sales been going so far.
9: Bob, I'll do that. Thank you, and very good morning to everyone. And a uh, summary from uh, yesterday here at Equity Stratford. We'll start with the feeder cattle auction on yesterday's sale. Uh, lighter beef steers yesterday selling mostly from $1.70 to two thirty five. Middle weight beef steers yesterday from one sixty to two twenty five. Heavier beef steers uh, mostly from one forty to one ninety on the beef heifers. Lightweight beef, heifer, beef heifers from one eighty five to two thirty. Middle weight beef heifers one sixty to one eighty. Heavyweight beef heifers mostly from one thirty to one ninety. Holsteins yesterday about all weights of Holstein sold in a range from one thirty to uh, one fifty five. Some lighter Holsteins uh, yesterday from one fifty five to one sixty two and a half. All right, now we will move into the market auction yesterday again a big uh, large sale here yesterday at Stratford on the cow market yesterday mostly steady trend uh, with the weaker market that we've had in the last couple of weeks. But anyway, high yielding fleshy Holstein and beef cows in yesterday's sale. We're selling from ninety to a dollar twelve. Some fancy high yielding beef cows from one twelve to one seventeen and a half. Uh, most of the cows yesterday sold between 65 and 90. That's the majority of the cows we sell. Uh, lighter weight cows, uh, light carcass cows, 65 and below. On the bull trade yesterday, uh, the better quality bulls are selling from a dollar up to a top of a dollar sixteen and a half. and a half. Lighter bulls, uh, those were below a dollar. On the Fed cattle trade, summary on the Fed cattle yesterday, choice grading Holstein steers are mostly from 142 to 155. High-yielding choice, strictly prime Holsteins, 156 to 162. Select rating cattle under finished cattle, 138 and down. A summary on the calf market so far this week, good quality replacement Holstein bull calves mostly from 175 to 400. Uh, Yesterday, uh, up to 420. Uh, Earlier in the week, up to 460. Heifer calves from 75 to 130. Good quality beef calves, 300 to 620. Uh, We had some up to 655 on Monday sale. So we're on Thursday already here as we... Round out the month of November. Our sale does start this morning, eleven o'clock. Full marketing day, market cattle and baby calves. And don't forget, folks, our nectary dairy cattle auctioneer in Stratford will be next Tuesday, December fifth, at eleven o'clock. We do have a complete herd dispersal for that sale. Uh, again, uh, uh, the owner is retiring from farming, so a good opportunity for you folks to. Uh, Buy some cows here. They are hulls and free stalls, milked in a stanchion barn. And I, like I said, the owner is retiring. More information on our website. That will be next Tuesday here in Stratford. So Bob, send her back to you and Jill. You guys enjoy the last day of November, and we, uh, you just uh, tell the weather guy you just keep on going like this uh, for another four or five months, and he'll be uh, he'll be able to do anything he wants to. <laughs> yeah, he
0: can be the, he can be the grand marshal of the Halder parade.
9: <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, <laughs> Well, I suppose, but yeah, but if he gets that <laughs> high
0: of a status, we wouldn't be able to afford him. <laughs> well, that's for sure. Have a good one, Jerry. You betcha, Bob. Thank you much. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald over there at Stratford. Uh, synergy co-op markets yesterday. Quiet trade on the board of trade. Corn and beans close to unchanged. Wheat was higher. Russian wheat's getting more expensive overnight. March corn a fraction higher from yesterday's close. four seventy six this morning oats down a fraction 361 the wheat down one to two at 584 March beans unchanged 1365 meal up a half a dollar a ton 417.40 dollars 40 looking at some of our country elevator prices today
2: new crop corn in loyal is 402 with soybeans at 1257 and Arcadia corns at 402 with soybeans at 12.72. Chippewa Falls and Connorsville locations. Corn is at 381 with soybeans at 1272.
0: On the DTN screen, corn at Golden Plum today is 398. At Baldwin and Elmwood, corn's 397, beans 1257. Durant, 392 on the corn, 1247 on the beans. Mondovi, 392 on the corn, 1252 on their beans. Fall Creek has corn at 387, soybeans 1247, and Osseo, the corn's 402, beans 1257. Out at Elk Mound, 405 on the corn, 1267 on the beans. Sparta has corn at 405, beans at 1248. Ellsworth, 377 on the corn, 1257 on the beans. Ethanol plants, Boysville corn today, 396. Stanley, 416. to Richmond, 411. Barrel cheese up five and a quarter at 148 and a half. Blocks down two at 159. Butter up five and a half at 262 and a quarter. Class 3 for November, we'll trade its final day today, but it was up 2 yesterday at 1715. December and January, both down 11. December 1611, January 1622, February down 9 at 1675. March down a dime at 1731. Again, pretty nice day today. Again, a rustly sunny day today. We should be right around 40 degrees. We're about 20 degrees right now, but again... We're going to have combines rolling. we got more of that corn to get off. We're getting towards the end, but not there yet. So be careful where you see that dust flying. There's a combine going by.
1: You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovie And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadak. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.